and welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. So today we're going to pick up reading from our little book, Hold Me Up a Little Longer, Lord by Marjorie Holmes. The title is Don't Let Her Hang On to Heartbreak and the page number is page 78 from me. And so let's just see how the Lord ministers to us today. I really need him to minister to me today. Um, and I really, really need your prayers. Got a phone call this morning that has just broke my heart. And so it's kind of like this title kind of intrigues me for that reason. So let's just get started. Help my friend to get over this tragedy, Lord. Don't let her keep hanging on to heartbreak. Everyone pities her, but sorrow isn't a very congenial companion. And they're beginning to avoid her. She talks so much about it, dwells so on her memories, she's actually nourishing her own pain. By hanging on to heartbreak, she's only making her own life lonelier. Help her to snap out of it, Lord, to realize she is not the only one who suffered a terrible loss, and that if everybody refused to say goodbye to grief, the world would be a dreadful place. Give her the courage and the will to take up her old activities again and to find some new ones among new people especially people she can serve. Help her to heal herself through the greatest healing force of all, doing something for somebody else. Some of the most radiant, gracious women I know have come through things like this and worse. I know my friend too can, can too if she'll give up her dark affair with grief. Stay very close to her, God. Bless her, love her, lead her to people who need her. Don't let her hang on to heartbreak. Ooh, it's a little touchy. Um, heartbreak is one of those things that there is no time limit on. Everyone is individual, but I get what she's saying. I do think that we have to go through a grieving process, be it a death, um, a loss of a friendship, uh, you know, a breakup of a marriage, whatever it may be, there is a grieving period and we must grieve. I learned that um, years ago, how important grief was. And then when I went to work in the hospice field, I learned more about it and it taught me so much of how truly important it is to grieve. And it also taught me how we each grieve differently and that's why we can't tell someone the right way quote unquote to grieve and how long that process should be but in saying all of that we do have to in that time take care of ourselves we can't let it just totally consume us it will for a while but we have to pray and we have to put forth the conscious effort to move forward and to keep going. Um, and I think that's where, where she might be talking about. And when she was talking about, you know, she talks much about it, dwells so on her memory, she's actually nourishing her own pain. I think that is a very fine line. Um, it's a very, very fine line there, but I think if you have someone you truly trust to tell you the truth in your 
your life, whether it is your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, maybe an aunt you're close to, a best friend, that they can say, look, I understand your pain. I understand your loss. I understand your grief. But you've got to start taking care of yourself. And just, we must pray before we speak on such things with people because we don't want our words to push them away. We want our words and our gestures to be helpful. But unless you have ever experienced true heartbreak, it is so hard to understand that pain and to understand why they may be in that place. And I honestly believe that that is why I had to lose my marriage to James, but the Lord restored that. But I had to experience true heartbreak. I literally thought I was going to die from a broken heart. I was in so much pain and that kind of heartbreak will affect you physically. It affects you mentally. It affects everything about you. And there was a time during that that I didn't want to be around anybody. I didn't want to see anybody. But I was so blessed that I had responsibilities that I had to keep moving. I had to keep going because I could see how it would be so easy for it to be a downward spiral. And, you know, so I can see it both sides because that heartbreak, that loss, it, it was just unbelievable. And I have never, ever, ever before that time experienced such pain. And I have lost loved ones. Um, but I had never experienced that kind of heartbreak. I had never experienced that kind of loss, but it taught me so much. And it also taught me how truly close God was to me and how he is the great comforter and how he would just wrap me up and love on me and comfort me. I cried myself to sleep many, many nights. I would just pour my heart out to him and just talk to him until I would just fall asleep, wake up in the middle of the night, just, and then the reality would hit me again and I would just start crying and sobbing again. And he was always right there. And I will never forget that time in my life with that relationship with the Lord. And although I'm going through some things now, I'm hurting. I'm hurting for the other people that's affected by it. I'm just hurt. I'm so hurt. I know that God is right there with me because he used, he used James like he's used him so much for me. He used my marriage to James and the breakup to show me just how close he is to me and how much he loves me. And he, you know, restored and brought us back together in a beautiful union that was better than I ever expected. But I had to go through all of that so he could teach me some things. Now, I had to go through that because I'm hard-headed and stubborn. Um, I'm sure he tried to teach me and I just wouldn't get it. And so he just had to just 
do it on a level that I could understand. Um, and maybe you've experienced your kind of heartbreak in a different way, maybe similar, I don't know. But the beauty in the heartbreak, there is beauty in it because we can learn so much about how much God truly, truly loves us and how good he is to us and how he will be there for us and hold us and comfort us. Now, in that time with the Lord, I still hurt. I still hurt, but it was bearable as long as I was talking to the Lord, as long as I was letting him in, as long as I wasn't pushing him away, it was bearable. And each day got a little easier and a little easier and a little easier. And all of that was because of God and his love and his constant companionship. I do not know how people make it without God. I do not know how people get through this life without a relationship with the Lord. I don't. I, I can look back and see how terrible my life was without him. And no wonder my life was a mess. No wonder it was such a mess. And then I see the difference of it now. Even in the midst of this new heartbreak, it's different because of my relationship with God. In the midst of all the other things that I'm going through, just day-to-day -day life, just in general, it's different because of my relationship with God. It's so different when you're going through things, when you have that relationship with God versus when you don't have that relationship with God. And that is the one good thing about the memories that I do have, going back to a previous devotion, is I can look back and see the difference. This is what the pain, the heartbreak, just everyday life struggles was like for you, Donna, without God. And then this is what the true heartbreak, the true pain, the true struggles, everyday life with God is like for you. Which one do you want? I want this one. I want God to be front and center of my life. I want him to be there when I'm happy and things are going good, and I include him in all of that, and I thank him for all of that, but I also want him to be there when I am hurt, and I'm going through stuff, and I don't know how I'm going to get through this day, Lord, without you helping me, because I'm hurt. I'm hurt deep down inside. Yes, I can go out. It's not like the heartbreak I had when with my marriage fell apart with James. This is a different kind of heartbreak, but it still hurts nonetheless. Yes, I can go out into the world and face the world and put a smile on my face and nobody ever know what's going on. They will never know what's truly going on inside. But God, you know, and you can help cushion me and you can help me with all that hurt and that pain. Y'all, there is no greater peace than knowing that God is right there with us. Whether you're in the midst of the greatest heartbreak of your life or... You're just in your everyday turmoil and trouble, troubles and trials and just life. But just knowing God is there, he sticks closer than a brother. He is your constant companion. He knew you before you were ever formed into your mother's womb. He knew you. That's the God that knows 
everything we're going through. And when we don't have the words to speak it, he still understands. When all you have is tears and you just crying out in pain and agony, or you just can't even make a sound at all because you're just that hurt. He understands every bit of that. That's why I tell you, you don't need the fancy words. You don't have to have the eloquent speech. You don't have to have, know these big long words. You can just not say anything. And many a day I've had to say, Lord, you're just going to have to hear my heart because I have no words. And he did. And he was there with me every step of the way. And I thank him. So I understand where Marjorie's coming from about her friend. Yes, we can be on the outside looking in and say, Lord, she's holding on to that heartbreak. We can pray for that person. We can be there for them and encourage them. And let God help them not to hang on to heartbreak, but to get them through it, Lord. Because I've been there. I know what they're going through. It might not look exactly like my experience, but I understand where they're at and what they're feeling. But God, you can be there and you can help them. And Lord, use me if you have to, to be there for them. Use me to help pull them out of this heartbreak. Don't let her hold on to this heartbreak and ruin her life. He can do all of that. He did it for me. I'm a living, walking example. My life, I can't tell you how many times that I will look at James as he's sitting over there in his recliner playing his on his phone or he's in the kitchen or he's by the grill and it will just hit me. My Lord, here I am living square in the middle of an answer prayer. All that that the devil meant to destroy me, to weaken me, to just kill me, God turned it around and worked it all for my good. And that's what he's going to do with what I'm facing today. He's going to work it all for my good and for everybody's good involved. We may not can see it now, but I have faith in God and trust in him to know. I can depend on him. How do I know? I, he's been there for me even when I didn't know it. He has carried me and took care of me and protected me. I should not be sitting here today. I should be dead, but God. And y'all, there was one day I was in my closet and I was praying. And I was, it was during all of this actually when I was away from James. And the Lord began to minister to me. And he gave me a title. If I was to ever write a book or preach a sermon or whatever. The title was, I thank God for the buts. Because every time I can look back, this, but God, this, but God, this, but God. I thank God for the buts. I thank him. I thank him every time that I, I thought I couldn't go any further. There he was, but God. But God got me through. But God got me out of bed every day. But God kept me going. But God, and I thank God for the buts. So if I ever wrote a book, there's a toss-up between titles. It would be I either I thank God for the butts or there was a time. <laughs> because there was a time in my life. And I thank God for that. But God, I thank God that he got me through all of those times. So, <laughs> kind of went off a little off a little bit. But it's, it really all ties back. God didn't let me die from a heartbreak. God didn't let me die 
when the devil tried to kill me, um, God kept his hand of protection on me and he got me through all of that. And whatever it is that you're going through, whether it be a heartbreak, maybe you're just going through a really hard time spiritually. Maybe you're going through a hard time with your family. Maybe you're going through a hard time financially. Maybe you're going through a hard time with a, a job decision or lack of work or whatever that may be. Maybe you're just going through several different things at one time. That can happen too. Whatever it is you're going through, just know you're not there by yourself. And if you haven't called on him to help you, I really, really, really encourage you to do that because he's sitting there just ready, willing, and able to come in there and provide that comfort and that peace that you need to get you through this. Don't let the devil beat you up. Don't let him keep you discouraged. You rebuke him and you call on God and let him help you get you through whatever it is you're going through. That's what I'm going to be doing all through the day. I started this morning. And I'm just going to keep on praying because I know that God has got me. He's brought me through so much for all of this to just be it. You know, it's just not going to happen. So I encourage you, like I'm going to do, to call on the Lord, reach out to him, let him be that support for you. And then in that support, he's going to give you peace. He's going to give you clarity. If it's decisions you've got to make. He's going to give you that clarity, and it's just going to work out for your good. I believe that. In the name of Jesus, I believe that. He's going to work all of this out for our good. I believe it in Jesus' name. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence right now, as of this morning, is not there. But I'm holding on. I'm holding on. You hold on, too. I love y'all. I pray you have a wonderful day, a great weekend. Stay cool. Stay hydrated. It is so hot out there. It's scary hot out there. So do what you got to do to stay cool and stay hydrated. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.